This episode is brought to you by Intelligent Change and their five-minute journal. I have been using the five-minute journal for, I think, I don't know, since 2019 maybe. I tell everybody about it. It's a great way to get your gratitude in, to reflect on your day. You do a couple minutes in the morning, maybe like two minutes, a couple minutes at night, maybe like two minutes. I think it actually maybe comes down to less than five minutes. But I actually keep my five-minute journal in the kitchen. So when I am like getting the girls' breakfast ready, then they start eating, I jot down my five minutes. Then after they go to bed, after I wash the dishes, I finish up my five-minute journal. I really love using it. I feel like it's helped me to kind of be on the lookout for more things to be grateful for. When we train our brain to look for things that we are grateful for, it'll start to do that. And I feel like since I started using the five-minute journal, I just have been a little happier, a little more joyful, a little lighter. And that's because gratitude really helps with that. And the five-minute journal process helps you to generate more gratitude. So you, there is a link in the show notes and you can use code MWELL10 to get 10% off of your own five-minute journal. They have all different colors. The front is this really beautiful gold writing on some of them, black on others, but I really do love this journal. Oh, one of my other favorite things about the journal is that it's not dated. So say you forget to do it a couple of days. That's okay. You can always come back to it. So head to the show notes, click the link, and you get uh, 10% off with code MWELL10. A quick note before we get into the podcast, MWELL is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical or psychological advice. Always seek the advice of your physician or mental health professional. Hey, I'm Ashley Machado, a counselor and mental health consultant, and this is MWell the Podcast. This tool has been so helpful for me. I know you can do this. It's taken my business to the next level. Okay, let's do our breathing exercise. Getting an understanding from both perspectives. I'm happy we're here together. Happy New Year's, everyone. And while I don't believe that you need a new year to start or try something new or have a fresh start, I do know a lot of people love to use the new year as a place to start some new habits or try new things. And over the next five weeks, I have a really fun series of episodes planned that build on top of each other to get you ready and in the right mindset for the new year. This week, we're going to do vision boarding. Next week, we're going to go over goal setting. Then we're going to go over letting go of perfection. Then we're going to go over habits. Then we're going to go over time management. And then lastly, we'll go over motivation. Each week, I'll leave you with some homework to try and get done before the following episode. And then in the show notes, there's a link to sign up with for the email list where you can get a show guide and the homework email to you just in case you also, I'm a vision girl and you know, I like to have things written in front of me. So if that's how you operate, then that would be a good idea to sign up for the newsletter. Now these episodes, you can listen to say you are like, I really need help on perfect, on letting go of perfection. You can listen to that episode and 
not, you don't have to listen to the previous episodes to listen to that one while they do build upon each other. I think in order to create, um, the year that you want, each episode is really going to have tangible tips and tools for that specific topic. Okay. Let's talk about putting together a vision board. I know this may sound woo woo. People think vision boarding's like, uh, woo woo, whatever. But here in MWell, we like science backed woo woo. And this one is a perfect example. So first let's talk about confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is something that can work to your advantage or to your disadvantage. And this quote by Henry Ford really signals that and tells it like it is. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And the way this works is your brain wants to prove to you that it's right no matter what it's thinking. It's going to go out and look for ways to prove to you that what you're thinking is true and correct. So say you want to buy a white truck. You've done some research. You're like, yep, this is the truck I want. This is this is what we're going to go with. Now, all of a sudden, all the cars you see on the road are white trucks. And when you get your gas, you're noticing all of the white trucks. And when you drive by the dealership, all you notice are white trucks. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I must, like, everyone has these. Maybe this is a good idea. Another um Example is like, say you miss your period or you're wanting to have a baby. All, you know, all of a sudden you're seeing so many people who are pregnant. You're seeing a lot of baby or pregnancy commercials. You're like, wow, everyone around me is pregnant. And in both of those instances, your brain has noticed the things that you want to prove to you that those are true. Now, how does that apply to vision board? Say you're putting together these new goals and you're putting habits in place and you're like, I'm going to kill it this year. I've like got all this stuff down. I'm going to put in the work. Your brain is going to start to look for ways that that is true and you'll be recognizing more opportunities. But if you're thinking like, oh, this sucks. The gym sucks. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do this nothing's going to change. Why am I even wasting my time? The truth is you may actually get presented with the same opportunities as you were before thinking like, hey, I'm going to crush these new goals. But your brain is going to have a much harder time recognizing these as opportunities and steps to take to better your life because your brain is looking for ways to actually prove to you like, actually, this is going to be so super shitty and I don't want to do it. All that to say is if you put together a successful vision board, your brain will go out and notice and find those opportunities that you have put on that board and beliefs and try its hardest to make that happen. Now, how to put together the best vision board. Step one, remember to put the hard work in the board. Typically, people put together vision boards that they just see the outcome. They, on the vision board, they see the finish line of the Ironman. They, maybe they sold a bunch of cows or they bought a new car or they bought a new piece of property. Like they have the end game pictures on the vision board, but just putting the end game pictures may lead us feeling like, okay, I can do that, but where do I start? Like, how do I find the motivation? What do I do? So instead, 
add pictures of you doing the work that it's going to take for you to get to the end game. Pictures of you doing the work that it's going to take for you to buy the piece of land or pictures of you at the gym doing the work so you can cross that finish line. Answer the question, what hard work am I going to have to put in to achieve my desired outcome? And then put a picture of both on the board, the hard work and the desired outcome. Two, ask yourself, what is the smallest next step I can take to get started on this board? This is how you begin to create the evidence that this will work. I like to call this the confidence jar. So if you promise yourself, okay, my goal is to get eight hours of sleep a night. To do that, I'm going to need to be off my phone at 7 p.m. And then you keep that promise to yourself. You don't get on your phone after 7 p.m. You've maybe put it somewhere so you're not tempted and you're not getting on your phone after 7 p.m. You're adding coins to the confidence jar. This is giving your brain more evidence, more strength, like that says, hey, I can do this and I'm doing it. Like there's no stopping me now. This is just more proof to you like you can do it. But if you don't keep that small promise to yourself, you're actually taking coins out of the confidence jar. So what you're going to do for your vision board is write out what are the smallest steps to take to get started on these pictures or goals that you're wanting to accomplish. This list is going to be ever-changing and evolving because your smallest next step today is probably not going to be the smallest next step in two weeks. Because if you're keeping that promise to yourself, you're taking the smallest next step for two weeks. In two weeks, that steps, your smallest next step is going to be a little different. This also gives you the opportunity to keep editing and revisiting your board, to keep looking at the board like, this is what I want. Is this what I want? Yes, this is what I want. Okay, move forward. No, actually, I don't want that anymore. So let me take that off and add something new. This keeps your board moving, evolving, and growing. So the way I like to do this is, say my goal is to finish an Ironman in 2024. That's not a goal that I have or want, but if this was my goal to finish an Ironman of 2024, this is how I would put it on the vision board. I'd put a finish line, then I'd put pictures of me swimming or pictures of water, pictures of a bike, pictures of me running, um, all of that. And then I'd put some words that said, One, put together a training plan. That's the smallest next step. Put together a training plan. Or maybe the smallest next step is go for a swim, go for a jog, go for a run. Just start one mile for each of those. So what is the smallest next step? And then you have it in order. Your vision board is a desired outcome. And if you put it in like step-by-step to help you get there, it's just going to make your vision board more tangible. Okay, 
three, put actual pictures of you on your vision board. This will help reinforce that you are creating these goals. You are creating these changes. You are the one putting in the hard work. This is just going to reinforce more coins in the confidence jar. Like, Hey, I can do this. I'm going to do it. And you're like, fuck yeah, let's go. After you've put this vision board together, I hope it leaves you with positivity, with uh, a sense of direction, with a feeling of motivation. And lastly, remember that this isn't an end-all, be-all. It's just the first step. We're going to use our vision boards as a direction, just a stepping stone to the end game. We're going to go over putting together the right goals, putting together the habits that'll tie all of this together. And we're going to do that in the upcoming weeks. So spend some time this week putting together your vision board using these three tips. And you can follow along with my vision board, putting like putting me, putting my vision board together on Instagram at MWell Consulting or head to the show notes to sign up for the newsletter to get these tips directly to your inbox. Bye. I'm happy we're here together. If this podcast helped you or anyone you know in any way, it would mean so much to us if you could follow or subscribe to the MWell podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can do that by going to the main page of the podcast and hitting the plus or follow button. You could also leave a five-star review if you wanted, or even share this episode with a friend. It would really mean so much to us. Also, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I'm happy we're here together. Let's do our breathing exercise. If you're driving, you can do this with your eyes open, hand on the steering wheel, or pull over. If you're not driving, you can close your eyes and put your hand on your heart. Now breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And repeat after me. I am brave. I am strong, I am kind, I am smart, I am beautiful, I can do hard things. Now breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth.